I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.3 The Fan is proud to bring you high school football coverage. We'll take an in-depth look at what's going on around high school football in the San Diego section with the coach, John Cantera. This is absolutely fantastic that we're getting the high school football back on the air because high school football in San Diego is big time. And Braden Serprenant. Elian Noah to the near side, cuts it from 35-40, runs right up the hash mark, he goes to the far side, breaks the tackle to 40, 35-30, 25-20, one man to beat, 15, 10, 5, reaches the end zone, touchdown Helix. From player and coach interviews to game picks and breakdowns of the best matchups of the week, we've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. And good evening and welcome to uh, 97.3 The Fan, our high school football show on Thursday nights, 9 to 11. We get on a little bit late tonight due to uh, Thursday night football, a nice win tonight by the Philadelphia Eagles over the Green Bay Packers, but we're here, we're ready to go, and want to remind everyone, our high school football show sponsored by the Eric Parade Save a Life Foundation. Did you know that sudden cardiac arrest is the number one killer of student-athletes? Register to screen your teen on October 6th at epsaveolife.org slash the fan. Uh, Braden will be along uh, a little bit later in uh, hour number two. We've got a bevy of coaches tonight, and uh, we're going to go a lot of different directions up until 11 o'clock. And right now we're going to start off uh, with our leadoff hitter. And again, tomorrow night on our radio.com app, we've got a great matchup down in the South Bay. Very much looking forward to going down to the South Bay tomorrow night. It'll be the Benita Vista Barons off to a nice start this year, 3-2. and two, And they'll take on the 4-1 and one Hilltop Lancers at Hilltop. And again, it's on our radio.com app. Braden and I will be on at 7 o'clock. And uh, one of the men will be stalking the sidelines tomorrow night. Second-year head coach of the Benita Vista Barons. Uh, coach uh, Sam Kirkland the third joins me on 97.3 The Fan. Coach Kirkland, welcome to the program. How are you? Not bad, not bad. Thanks for having me tonight. I appreciate it. Well, uh, we're looking forward to coming down tomorrow night. There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, your football team uh, and, and about you. I mean, uh, second year there, last year, kind of a, a rough go-round, your rookie voyage with the Barons at 2-8. and eight. And Talk a little bit about uh, you know getting that job and going through a difficult season the first year and, and where you're at right now off to a nice 3-2 and two start. You know what? Well, uh, you know, I was given a great opportunity from our principal, Roma Del Vasario, um, you know, to be the leader, you know, Benita Vista Barons this year. So, uh, or last year. And, um, you know, last year was a, you know, learning experience. Um, had a fairly young team and, you know, it took a while to get things going. But, you know, I feel like we're on the right track right now. And, you know, we're going to keep things rolling. Hey, Sam, how tough is it to, to come in after a, uh, another coaching staff and, uh, you know, uh, trying to retain coaches maybe that were on the, the former staff and, and getting uh, players to buy into what you're selling? Because you're going you're gonna to do things your own way. Right. No, no you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, Benita already had a lot of great people in that community, so, you know, I didn't have to go too far to find any coaches. But, um, you know, we just all got to work. And, you know, we're all on the same page as far as the work that needs to be done. 
you know, the kids bought in. And like I said, it took a while. And, you know, we got things rolling right now, so we just want to keep that going. Well, you guys had a big win last week over Patrick Henry, uh, J.T.O. Sullivan in his first year. Uh, the Patriots have been playing pretty well, and you put a pretty good licking on them last week. And I would imagine uh, getting ready to go up the street uh, this week to take on a pretty good Hilltop team. I would imagine you guys had a pretty good week of practice. Guys got to be pretty fired up about tomorrow night. Absolutely. The game sells itself, you know, being the H.J. rivalry, so – um, you know, but you said exactly right. You know, we've been focused on the preparation that needs to be done Monday to Thursday. Um, I thought we had a great week of practice. And, you know, obviously we know that, you know, we're going to get Hilltop's best. You know, they prepare. You know, they're a very gritty team. They're off to a great start. So, you know, but we needed to focus on the preparation. And, uh, and like I said, we'll play Friday you know, when he gets here, but, you know, he did a great job this week. We're visiting with uh, Coach Sam Kirkland the third, uh, head coach of Benita Vista, and again, we've got it on Radio.com tomorrow night. Benita Vista taking on the Hilltop Lancers. Uh, coach Kirkland, tell me a little bit about your running back, Roland Coda. Uh, he's putting together a pretty nice career there with the Barons. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had a great year last year, and, um, you know, to be honest, it's been trying to keep, you know, the focus on the guys that we have this year for the 2019 season. So, you know, we're sitting at three and two right now with, you know, some characters that, you know, you may have never heard of, but I'm sure they'll, you know, introduce themselves to you tomorrow night. But, you know, guys like Chris Kane, Ron Van, Igor Cleary on that defensive side, Adrian Ramos, you know, Isaiah Barnes, we got some guys playing some great ball and, you know, all seniors. So we've just been focused on the guys that we have here. And then, um, you know, like I said, we love rolling, you know, and, and but we're just focused on this year. Hey, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, your uh, defensive back wide receiver, Ronald Van. I've heard some good things about him. Hmm. Yeah, uh, he's a real deal. So, you know, he's been doing a great job this year. Um, you know, like I said, he didn't get a lot of attention last year. He had a collarbone injury. So, you know, he missed a better part of the year, but he's off to a hot start. Um, like I said, I think you all have just seen the tip of the iceberg with him. So, um, yeah, it'll be exciting. It'll be exciting to see what he'll do for the rest of the year. Hey, what do you consider right now at this point after five games? What do you consider the real strength of your football team? Um, you know, honestly, all three phases. You know, we've done a great job on offense of, you know, I guess improving from last year with our ball security and defensively, we're going to do a great job again, take away. So, um, I'd say our seniors, they've been the strength of our, you know, our team this year. And, you know, those guys play all three phases. They take all three phases of the game very serious. And uh, it's been a collective effort. So, you know, the you know the seniors and the coaching staff, for sure. How are you doing on numbers in your program? I always like to talk to coaches about that because, you know, we, we keep hearing about, you know, uh, the numbers are down, the numbers are down, the uh, people uh, around the country talk about it. But you know what? High school football is still the most participated sport uh, in America right now. But as far as your programs, your other levels, how you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing a great job. We have all three levels. We have a freshman team. Uh, Coach Darius George has been doing a great job with them. Um, our JV team is led by uh, Coach Deontay Lee. Um, and his father is my defensive coordinator. Right. And, uh, you know, Coach Sanchez, he helps out with the JV, the offensive coordinator on varsity. So, yeah, we have all three levels. All of them are doing a great job. The kids are, you know, they're engaged. They love what's going on right now. You know, and they're doing a great job not only on the field but in the classroom. And that's why we're able to have all three levels because those guys are getting the job done off the field as well. Well, let me ask you this uh, about coaches. And another one of the things that always comes up is uh, nowadays, you know, a lot of schools have a lot of off-campus coaches. And, you know, some people look at that as a negative. Some look at it as a positive. 
I think it's a positive if you got the right guys because they bring some other life experiences that maybe a, a teacher doesn't bring. And could you talk a little bit about uh, the, the guys you got on your staff uh, as far as on campus or off campus coaches? Yeah, um, you know, we have a pretty good mix. So, you know, like I said, Coach John Sanchez, he works on campus, um, you know, myself. And, um, you know, for the coaches that we have off campus, um, you know, they still, you know, just try to do the same thing that our on-campus would do, you know, coach would do, it, just build that relationship. So, you know, the good thing about it is that, you know, they're all committed for the same reasons. You know, they all want, they want to be here, you know, and, you know, whether they're on campus or not, you know, we're all on the same page as far as what we need to do and, you know, what the goal is. So, but, you know, yeah, it does make things a lot easier when you have a you know, coach on campus, but, you know, honestly, we've all been on the same page and it's been working out great. Oh, that's great. Uh, we're visiting with Sam Kirkland, the third, the uh, head coach out there at Benita Vista. And again, tomorrow night we'll have it on radio.com. The the Barons of Benita Vista taking on the Lancers of Hilltop. And again, that game will kick off tomorrow night at uh, 7 o'clock. Boy, I look at your league, uh, the Metro Mesa League. You guys got some pretty good teams in that league, uh, along with yourself. You got Modern Day Catholic, who we saw earlier this year, Otay Ranch, East Lake Olympian. Seems like that league title is going to be up for grabs this year. Yeah, yeah. There is no weak sauce, you know, in this league. So, um, you know, like I said, that's why, you know, this Friday is very important because, you know, we start league next week. But, you know, you know Lance Christensen, he runs a great program, uh, you know, Otay Ranch, you know, obviously John McFadden, John Joyner, you know, proven winners. Um, you know, so like I said, man, it's, you know, an Olympian as well with Ryan, you know, they're, they're proven programs. So, you know, every week you have to bring it, you know, and, you know, we're looking forward to it this year. Hey, so, Sam, I want to know, uh, you and, and your staff, you guys get a vacation at all with this early start time now? It seems like, uh, you know, not much of a summer anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We're on fall break right now, but, you know, it's been busy as usual and, you know, they have year round school around here, but, you know. We, we, you know, we like it. We like it. It's a grind, and, you know, you, know, you don't want to get away from football for too long, so it works out great. Yeah, very well said. Hey, Sam, good luck tomorrow night. I'll try to get down on the field before the game to visit with you for a minute or two and at least shake hands with you. Thanks so much for the time tonight, and good luck tomorrow night. Thanks again for having me. You're welcome. Head coach uh, Sam Kirkland III uh, out there at Benita Vista and uh, looking forward to going down there and doing that ball game tomorrow night. Uh, no doubt about it. Off to a really good start. A tough first year. They went 2-8, and eight, but you know what? That that happens. I mean, in football, you got to build continuity. you got to build your program and off to a very nice start and a very convincing win last Friday night against Patrick Henry, 56-14. to We're going to get to the bottom of the hour. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we're going to go to the other sideline for tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to go uh, and visit with fifth-year head coach Drew Wessling of the Hilltop Lancers. He'll join us next right here on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Marlon Gardnera, head coach, Scripps Ranch High School. Scripps Ranch plays on 97.3 The Fan. 
9.34 the time on a Thursday night. Coach John Cantera, Braden Soprano going to join me uh, in hour number two of our high school football show on 97.3 The Fan again tomorrow night. We've got uh, the Radio.com app, and uh, a week from now, we'll be on both Radio.com and the radio with the Padres season uh, coming to an end. We'll tell you more about that a little bit later on, but right now, once again, we want to head out to our newsmaker line. We go to the other sideline. We talk with Sam Kirkland III, the head coach of Benita Vista. Now we're going to talk with uh, Hilltop head coach Drew Wessling in his fifth year, joins us on 97.3 The Fan. Drew, how are you tonight? Doing great, Coach. How are you guys doing? I'm doing very well. Uh, great to have you on. Uh, you guys are off to a pretty good start. I know uh, you had a rough one last week against Morse, but you guys are sitting at 4-1 and one right now. you got to feel pretty good overall about the way your ball club's playing. Absolutely. You know, we, uh, we've we won a couple close games to start out. We were able to win our first two home games, and, and then, like you said, we uh, lost to a very good Morse team last week where, you know, there's kind of an old adage, you never lose, you learn. And uh, we learned a lot about what we need to focus on and, and the importance of small details against an excellent team in Morse. So Benita Vista is doing a heck of a job, and uh, I think they, they've certainly got all our attention this week in practice, and, and we're excited for the opportunity tomorrow. You know, I've not been to the new stadium. This is the second year of the stadium, right? Yes, sir. It is awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about it, because I've heard nothing but great things about it, and I'm really excited to, to broadcast from there tomorrow night. You know, it has been a grind to get the thing done and uh you know everyone would roll their eyes when they'd say you're getting turf this year you're getting turf this year and uh you know we, we finally were able to get it done and uh it is as pristine as it was the day it, it opened up our our administration um they are on it to make sure that we continue to take care of it and, to, and uh and we certainly have the the reason to do that because it, it is a beautiful facility and i tell you what when you see the sunset tomorrow right around kickoff coach uh-huh. you're going to be uh pretty fired up it's a great view from from your vantage point tomorrow night oh that's great uh, drew wesley the head coach at hilltop our guest here on 97.3 the fan what's the strength of your football team it sounds like you got a pretty good offensive line from what i've been hearing we definitely do uh veteran led you know we've got uh three senior starters we really have four that we consider uh starting quality guys and uh they're leading the way as you know coach it, it starts and ends up front you can have all the bells and whistles and and great players like we're fortunate to have on the perimeter. But if you don't have guys who are tough, physical, and, and really smart on the inside, then then you don't have a chance of competing for the things we want to compete for. So that's definitely a strength. I would say our senior leadership, camaraderie, and chemistry as a whole um, really is what's driving us as we've had a successful start to the season. Well, you're a former quarterback and had a real nice college career, played at San Diego State. Uh, tell me a little bit about your uh, quarterback, Deonda. Well, you're very nice, first of all, for lying, saying that I had a great career at San Diego <laughs> State. But uh, um, I, I tell you what, I, I texted Javen today, who's our senior quarterback in his first year, and I said, hey, man, I was wrong when I said you were the best quarterback in the South Bay. You're the best quarterback in San Diego. I mean, this guy is unbelievable, and I'm very, very excited to uh, to have other people get a chance to, to see just how he, legit he is. You know, being around uh, University of Tulsa, where I went out of high school, Southwestern at San Diego State, playing behind an NFL quarterback in Ryan Lindley, I've, I've certainly been exposed to great quarterback play, and this guy is the real deal. So we're so thankful to have Javen, not just because of his prowess on the field, but really the type of leader and person he is. You'll ask him questions tomorrow, and he'll deflect all the praise and um, his humility and, and his team first attitude has been huge for us. And, uh, I'm just really proud, proud of him and really thankful that we get to coach him. 
Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna take a timeout on this interview. You had a when you had an opportunity to play at state, you did a nice job. What's the longest completion you had at San Diego State? It was over ninety yards, wasn't it? I, I definitely don't think so. I think the longest was either a uh, throwback wheel to a Tia Henderson in my one and lonely start where we scored a whopping 10 points against Air Force in 2008, or it was when I was running for my life while Braden Suprenit was filming against TCU. I threw a wounded duck on a 75 square out to Roberto Wallace who saved my butt. So um, I, I'm hopeful those highlights are, are just as hidden as uh, I think they are. Go Frogs. Hey, uh, Drew, l- let me ask you this. Uh, you know, going from having played college football into coaching, You've been the head coach there now for five years. What's it been like at the high school level? Is it what you thought it was going to be, uh, or has there been more? You know, it's different every place you go. And I, and I was listening to Coach Kirkland talk, and, and you talked about that first year is such a learning experience. You know, mm-hmm. I remember I came as a spoiled kid from South Orange County, and, and I coached for my dad when I first stopped playing up at Elisa Niguel. And then coming down and an opportunity to be a head coach down here, you just don't know what you don't know. And uh, I remember going, hey, we need some helmets. Let's have uh, the boosters order them. And they go, uh, there are no boosters. And I go, well, where do we get the helmets? <laughs> you know, there's, there's stuff you, you don't know. But, uh, you know, I'm really, really thankful to be at Hilltop. Um, I, I think the kind of kids that we have here are the best kids. They're, there's no entitlement. They just work their butt off. They're a blast to be around. And, uh, you know, having a chance to be with this current group of seniors, this is, you know, my kind of graduating class. We came in at the same time just the relationships you just develop with the coaches and the players and the people on campus are are so invaluable and uh and i think that's really a, a big driving force between before uh due to our success thus far we're visiting with uh coach drew wesling down at uh, hilltop and again tomorrow night on our radio.com app it'll be uh the benita vista barons uh, going down the road to take on the hilltop lancers we'll have the game for you at seven o'clock you know i asked uh, coach kirkland uh, this question I'm going to ask you, and in fact, I think I've asked every coach I've had on this year, and we got Ron Berner coming on here in, in a few minutes. I'm going to ask him the same. How are you guys doing with numbers, uh, not just at the varsity level, but on your other programs? You know what? This is the first year we've had two teams instead of three, and we were very close. Uh, one of the issues that we have in our area is we don't get a tremendous amount of incoming freshmen in the summer so if you're borderline on you know hey we probably need at least 105 to have three teams if you're borderline um you probably want to go two teams and then maybe add that third team um in in the early weeks of august so we probably could have had three teams at the start uh but but we're getting our numbers back you know i think i I think like you mentioned it's the, the participation levels and the hysteria surrounding the demise of high school football is uh, greatly overblown, and, and and we want to get back to having three levels, and we fully anticipate that being the case next year. Hey, Drew, let me ask you a question, because, you know, I was a kid, uh, I was always bigger than everybody else, but, you know, I was always too big to play Pop Warner growing up, and I remember playing ninth grade football at Earl Warren Junior High in Solana Beach, and, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, just trying to get out of my stance was uh, tough, and going against those kids that had played Pop Warner, they were, they, they were you know, very comfortable hitting people, delivering hits, taking hits, coming out of their stance, firing out. When you've got a kid that's never played, he's a, you know, it could be a big kid or a little kid, doesn't really matter. He's ninth grade, and he's got to play JV. How do you go about developing that kid? Well, I think that you've got to take the approach that if you have a kid who's never played, then they shouldn't have really any bad habits. Um, So you have kind of a 
ball of clay that is very malleable and, and you have a chance to develop them from the beginning. And uh, a big part of playing Pop Warner is getting that confidence and being comfortable with contact. Mm-hmm. So that's the big benefit of being able to be in contact sports, especially football, prior to trying out for football. We want to make sure that we teach things the right way and emphasize doing things correctly and the safe way so they can build that confidence um, so they can continue to develop mentally, physically, and and really understand the proper way to play the game. We're visiting with Drew Wesley, the head uh, football coach out at Hilltop High. And again, uh, we'll have his game on tomorrow night against Benita Vista, 7 o'clock on our radio.com app. You just need to download that. Hey, tell me about uh, a couple of the other kids on on offense that have been uh, maybe uh, leaders uh, this year for you. Well, one of our uh, captains is Marco Aki. Marco, I think he's second in San Diego County in receiving right now. He's a two-way starter for us, and uh, his best play of the year was last uh, last week against Morse. They had a fourth and 20, basically almost like a fourth and goal, and he was in perfect position to get an interception, and he swatted the ball down because that was 20 yards more field position for us. So, uh, you know, for a guy that's had as many highlight plays as he's had, for him to make an unselfish play like that, that was something I think we can really, really build on. He's done an outstanding job. You mentioned the offensive line. Uh, we have a running back, Jeremiah Serrano, uh, who's a returning starter, who's a really like an Alvin Kamara type of guy. We throw him the ball out of the backfield. Of the sun. He's a tough inside runner for not being a super big physical back. Abraham Avia is, is kind of his change-up back. He also starts on defense, and we really look at him at 1A and 1B. So, we feel fortunate uh, to have a lot of playmakers and then a trigger man in Javen who can get them all the ball. Hey, jump over to the defense. Uh, who, who are your big guns on defense right now, guys that have been there for you the last couple of years? You know, we've had a, we've been really impressed with our other third captain, Gage Scruggs. He was a uh, transfer from Mississippi um, last year coming in, and, and he just assimilated to our team culture. And uh, he is one of the, the finest young men I've ever been around. I mean, he has just got a magnetic personality works his butt off, leads by example, always has a smile on his face. He moved from strong safety DB down to linebacker in our 3-3-5 and has done an outstanding job. Up front, Michael McShane, Andrick Haros, Isaac Valdespino uh, have really held their own up front and done a great job. Uh, Trevor Foon has a GPA that I can't even count to who starts at corner. <laughs> he's uh, he's, he's, he's going to be our fourth captain tomorrow. Angel Mora has been a huge addition uh, as kind of a uh, hybrid outside linebacker DB. Uh, Tony Candelaria is our last line of defensive free safety. He he may be uh, our most important player because he, he kind of writes the ship and, and puts us in the right alignment. So I'm sure I'm leaving guys out. I know I am because we've got so many quality playmakers. But we're really thankful that we've got some seniors that have, have stepped up to the plate. Yeah, we'll be mentioning a lot of them tomorrow night, especially if a grandma and grandpa, you know, in other parts of the country, uh, download that radio.com app. They'll uh, be able to hear the entire ball game. Drew, looking forward to coming down there tomorrow night. Uh, good luck. Uh, just like I mentioned to Coach Kirkland, uh, look forward to seeing you prior to the ball game tomorrow night. And I'm really fired up to see your athletic director, uh, Nancy Asario. I've known her forever and looking forward to broadcasting from that beautiful stadium. Coach, we can't wait to have you. Anything bad she says about me is probably true, but uh, don't be too rough on me. <laughs> All righty, Drew. Hey, good luck. Thanks, Coach. We look forward to having you. Thanks again for doing this. There you go. Uh, Drew Wesley, the head football coach down at Hilltop. So we got the uh, two combatants for tomorrow night on. And now there's going to be a big ball game tomorrow night out in the East County. And and if I could be uh, at another game tomorrow night, I'd like to be at this because it – 
It's more than just a football game tomorrow night. It's the Tony Burner Memorial game between uh, West Hills and El Capitan. And, of course, uh, the uh, head coach out of West Hills is uh, Casey Ash. And the head coach at El Capitan is Coach Ron Burner in his 15th year. And Coach Burner joins us on 97.3 The Fan. Coach Burner, how are you tonight? Coach, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing very well. And uh, uh, you guys, uh, both these teams uh, tomorrow night, you guys are coming off bye weeks. How did you spend your bye week? Practicing, practicing, and more practicing. Hey, tell me a little bit about your ball club. You guys off to a, a real slugger start right now. Still looking for that first W. You know, uh, we, we're really young on defense, and uh, you know we, we haven't played any slouches. And if you look at the teams we played, <laughs> uh, a few of them already ranked and, and uh, some very good ball clubs. And uh, just, you know, we've been in some pretty uh, high-scoring games and um, just come out in the short end a couple of times here and, Looking to get uh, getting a W, hopefully, some someday here. Well, you never know. You might get one tomorrow night. Uh, that's why you're playing the game. Hey, let me ask you something about uh, scheduling. I mean, you've been at this a long time. You're not a, a rookie head coach. What's your philosophy on, on scheduling, especially in the non-league, and also considering you play in one of the toughest leagues in the county? Well, you think I've learned my lesson, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we always have scheduled tough tough teams and, and I just feel that you know there's there's schools out there that will schedule you know games that are that are real easy wins kind of like the old days of Nebraska would play like a you know a Lehigh University or something to get a big W and I've just never been a fan of that because I think it gives a false sense but then again you know you're not getting any W's um, but for us especially since 2014 you know, we're playing in the Hills League, and if you look at the Hills League right now, I believe uh, four of the of the six are ranked in the top ten, uh, with one of them number one, the other one I think number three or four. Like, there's no easy game. So what good would it do me to play really easy teams and then we go in there and get slaughtered? Not that it can't happen, but we feel that we have a better chance of competing and know where we stand playing good teams, hopefully get enough wins to get in the playoffs, and, you know, we're a Division three team. Maybe we can make a little round of playoffs. But if we don't uh, jump in that W column pretty soon, we'll be watching the playoffs, you know? You know, I, I look at your schedule. I mean, you, you played modern day, and that's the one game where you guys didn't – that was the first game of the year. You guys, you know, didn't put any points on the board. You only scored six. But then you, you get beat by Hilltop, who's 4-1 and one right now. You put 41 on the board against them. You, you played against San Diego High, and I know they lost some guys, but they also won a state championship a year ago. You put 29 on them, and then uh, you get beat by Patrick Henry in a crazy game, 60-52. to 52. So offense has not been the Vaqueros' problem this year no it's been defense and and the problem there is that uh, there's only been uh three senior starters and, and we've got uh, five sophomores so you know when, when you have younger kids they, they, they understand the speed of of the game and they're trying to learn it and all it takes is one hesitation you know teams we're playing have some fantastic athletes and some great offensive minds and bam you know it's, it's a it's a quick touchdown and we've really really sucked on special teams and that's you know just I, I can't even explain it but we've probably given up 28 points of special teams which is more we've probably given up in 10 years and that's just been a another little burn our in our saddle and so we think we've got some things shored up and you know 
got to keep on working hard. It's all you can do. I, I've got a great group of young men that just don't quit. They work hard in all these games, whether, you know, things were going bad. They, they play hard and, and they have a lot of heart. We just got to find that, uh, you know, that um, one time where we can actually go, oh, hey, we got this one and, and get a W at the end. We're visiting with Ron Burner, the head coach at El Capitan. They're going to be uh, at home tomorrow night out there at uh, in Lakeside at El Capitan Stadium. Uh, they take on West Hills. West Hills coming in at two and two. Ron, talk about Tony a little bit. Uh, you and I talked about him on the program last year, but for for fans, maybe they hear his name, but they they really don't know the young man. He passed away now, what two years ago, right? A little over two years ago. Yeah, in June of 2017, uh, we lost him. Um, you know, uh, I've coached both my boys, Ron and, and, and Tony, all the way from Little League Baseball, Pop Warner, and all the, all the way through high school. And uh, Ron Jr. went to Santana for some strange reason. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I was over at West Hills with Steve Sutton doing baseball, and Tony played baseball for football. He became a quarterback, and, and – uh, He's actually a linebacker, and, and we need a quarterback. So I saw how he threw it as a catcher and converted him to a quarterback, and he had a record-setting uh, senior year. I think he's still got a few records in the county. Um, he may have just lost one of them. I think he had, uh, for a season, 68% uh, completion rate, throwing uh, 225 times. So he did some really good stuff. And after college, he came over uh, to El Cap with me and uh, – Started 2006 as our quarterback coach. He got to, you know, got to coach uh, some pretty darn good guys and Ryan Lindley, Tanner Rust, mm. uh, Brad Cagle. You know, he got got a chance to, and he really helped a lot. Like this was like my right hand in there, and, and there's kind of a joke going on that we have a we have a play. It's called dodge. It's just it's uh it, it's a fifth. There's a 50 dodge and a 90. The 50 just two quick outs and two go patterns at uh, the number ones, and then we have another one that's trips. It's kind of a flood. And he used to kind of get in my ear and say, Pop, run 50 dodge. It's there. And so I'd run 90 dodge. I said, he said, it's because you're not listening. I told you 50, not 90. So that was like kind of a joke that we had. And um, he started his own business up, a construction company, did really, really well. So, uh, you know, he passed a couple of years ago uh, unexpectedly. And, uh, you know, we're, it's still obviously as raw as can be. And, um he was really like a just a good-hearted guy. Anybody that knew him, he always had these smart-ass little comments he would make that every just made everybody laugh. He'd walk into the room and just light it up. And uh, uh, so, you know, a couple times like he, he saw a couple homeless guys went over and, and got just getting money. What would go and pick up a pizza and some stuff for him and give it to him? That's just kind of guy he was. And multiple times he had some of our athletes, you know, paper spare packs, didn't ask for it, and just did it. So uh, as a family, we decided, you know, what what a better thing to do it would be to do some scholarship for some student athletes that wanted to go into business. And so we started the the scholarship fund. And, and uh, last year, we were able to give out uh, three scholarships. Our goal this year is to hit five or six. And eventual goal is in, in the conference. And then eventually, we'll give scholarships throughout San Diego, kind of keep his, uh, you know, his uh, memory alive and his legacy alive. And that's kind of you know, how this game morphed into it. You know, we've been uh, uh, rivals since, since, I mean, even going back before me at uh, El Cap and West Hills when Tony was there was a little rivalry. But uh, when I went over to El Cap, 
there was this thing going, oh, you stole Steve Sutton's offense, da da da. And so it really got to be intense games, starting from the very first time in 2005. And the games have always been intense and close, no matter uh, uh, who's the better team, you know, or got the more ta- the most talent. And uh, so about six to eight months after Tony passed, I got with uh, Don Rutledge, the athletic director, and a good buddy of mine, and said, hey, you know, we've been talking for years about trying to figure out some kind of a deal with our rivalry, you know, can't be about 52 and all that. And, and I said, Hey, what would you think about this? And he went to Casey Ash and, and uh, coach Ash said, absolutely. That's a great thing to do. And, you know, I, I'm probably forever indebted to Casey for that because he get, he is now given a built in advantage to my team. You know what I mean? And, and he didn't have to say yes to that. He could have said, Hey, I'd rather do something different. And he didn't. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm forever in his debt for that. You know, he didn't have to do it, and that that just shows the kind of guy that he is. And same with Don Rutledge. Uh, that's a great story, and I know uh, last year's uh, game was fantastic and great crowd. And there'll be a great crowd there tomorrow night. We're visiting with Ron Berner, the head football coach at El Capitan. They're going to be hosting West Hills tomorrow night. Ron, I've got about one minute, just real quick. I wanted you to give me a little bit of a scouting report on your quarterback, Wick Hauser, because he's having a great career. You know. He, He's the first uh, four-year quarterback I've ever had, and uh, just an unreal young man. Works hard and, and constantly trying to get better and better. You know, he wants to play safety. He's, he's probably the best athlete, but I don't like him going to defense because I need to keep him protected. And uh, we're letting him run a little bit this year, and he's just he, he sees the field well now. He sees everything going on. He's a competitor, and he's so upset that we're not three and one or four and oh you know it's his senior year but he just keeps on fighting and he believes in the cause and uh just a great athlete great young man great athlete he's a, he's a heck of a guitar player <laughs> plays in a band and uh you know one of my all-time favorites oh that's great stuff well hey good luck tomorrow night thanks so much for the time and i appreciate you sharing that story once again for all of our listeners thanks coacher appreciate it man you're welcome. Uh, Ron Berner, the head football coach at El Capitan. Again, their game tomorrow night's at 7 o'clock. They'll be hosting West Hills. El Cap looking for their first victory of the year. When we come back in hour number two, we're going to be joined by John Maffey from the San Diego Union Tribune. We're going to talk to him a little bit about the uh, rankings and uh, maybe uh, some early uh, favorites for uh, CIF titles this year. Kind of jump around with John Maffey. We'll also get our reports from uh, Drew Cole, uh, Adam Paul, and Luke Ramirez. And then Braden will join me. We'll uh, go through this week's top ten and take a look at some of the matchups tomorrow night. One hour down, one hour to go. Coach John Cantera, Braden Soprano till 11. This is the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.